welcome to another episode of Cultivate and Keep. Um, we're excited for today's episode. Before we get to that, wanted to uh, remind and announce that we're in the midst of our two-week challenge. Yeah, yeah. So um, what we're doing is we are doing 14 days with uh, every day doing one episode and one block. Blog, not block. <laughs> so one episode and one blog per day. And this is kind of like a two-week challenge, kind of how we are proposing it. And so... What that means for you guys is you have an opportunity to win a few items. So if you come in first place, you can win a brand new Kindle Paperwhite, a choice of of, of any book from Cultivate and Keep slash Favorites, and a t-shirt and a hat. Limited time. That's a lot of stuff. Exclusive run, Cultivate and Keep t-shirt and hat That's a lot in the second place you can win a t-shirt and a hat and third place you can win your choice of a book so and three so, winners yeah so three winners and so what it takes to win is what we need you guys to do is to go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge and right there you will be uh, directed to the page where you can put in a few um some uh, quick info take you about a minute to set up and then you uh can share the episode or the blog that you're reading that day and then uh, yeah that's how your your name is entered and so yeah um i think with most challenges it's kind of like a the more times you enter the more chance you have to win this one's a little different in that it's a simple leaderboard so uh, the more times you do this the more times you share the episode or the <coughs> or the blog you are I'm not honestly going to say guaranteeing the win, but I mean, if you do it a lot, you will you probably put in the win. work. Yeah, so it's pretty yeah. simple, pretty um, straightforward. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. The point of this is to um, to put out more episodes for you guys and more content. So we want to do 14 days in a row, but also to hopefully uh, increase our audience through this. Yeah. So as sure you share and others share, that's going to help us, and also you get a chance to win some free merch. So merch feels cool saying merch. Merch. Yeah, are we going to call it merch? I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, but it's a win-win. Yeah. Um, so it's super easy. You can go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge, enter the challenge with some super simple info. And then, uh, I don't know about you, but I really like competition. So instead of just leaving it up to chance to a number of entries or whatever, it's whoever, uh, you, you. the more that you share and the more that the people you share with share, the better you do, you climb, climb the leaderboard. And then first, second, and third place all win stuff. Yeah. Just want to say, uh, when you guys go to share it, uh, it's important that you go to through our website. So, yep. cultivatingkeep.com slash challenge to share. Uh, that's how we're going to be tracking all this. So, if you just like randomly share it on Facebook, like that's cool. <laughs> thank you. We appreciate it. But that's <laughs> but not going to help account. you to um, to win. So. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> um, cool beans. All right. Nice total. Is that it? Total, yeah. So, today, <laughs> I don't know Spanish. Um, today, we're going to be talking about uh, easy choices, hard life, hard choices, easy life. Um, I love the way that this is set up, but um, it's just the idea of uh, making decisions. I mean, there's so many, every day you have to make decisions. Um, and really what it comes down to is that most easy choices lead to a hard life and most hard choices lead to an easy life. And we'll get into exactly what that means. But the reason why we want to talk about this is because, um, you know, we're always trying to challenge you to grow spiritually, to grow personally, you know, to level up your relationship and your walk with God, to level up your relationship with your wife and your family, with your friends, uh, professionally. And this is sort of one of those kind of broad rules and principles that can just be applied across the board. And it's helped, I know it's helped me a lot in like whatever comes my way of 
like is it between x or is it between y is it between a or b like it's almost like whatever whichever one is hardest is usually like mm-hmm. the better option mm-hmm. which is a hard thing to swallow yeah um but what's the first thing that kind of comes to mind when you think about this i think of like uh eating food or working out <laughs> yeah i can give context but you think of like when you or when i want to eat a cookie or a brownie like i am instantly going to be happy and like very quickly like satisfied because i fulfilled that craving but on the flip side it's probably like 30 minutes to an hour later like if well if there's dairy in it i'm going to be paying for that (laughs) but But, uh if not like i you know that has a very negative effect on my body i feel sick and obviously i gain weight now the gym it's like if i want to do it like it's going to be it, rather than being easy at first, it's hard for me. Mm. And um, but like, hopefully like, down the road later on, it's gonna pay off. So it's kind of like switch, switch. So like basically bad things, like you know, the good from that comes immediately. But for good stuff that we sew into, the um, like the good for that is de- is delayed. You know, and so that's yeah. kind of what I think of. Yeah, yeah. it's so funny. Actually, it just remind me of uh, today we were talking with some friends about the Taco Bell experience, quote unquote, because everyone loves Taco Bell and you go there and you eat their quesadilla. I don't love Taco Bell. But that's not, I don't either. Actually, I really hate it. Uh, but that's only, eating Taco Bell is only the first part of the Taco Bell experience. The second part is later on when you pay the consequences. That's um, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But it's a great analogy because it's very easy to mm-hmm. eat Taco Bell. It's cheap, it's affordable, it's, uh, some would say it's delicious. I would beg to differ. Some would say but, it's delicious. <laughs> but uh, in the end, it's not actually good for you. It does not do anything for your health. And it also um, brings you pain mm-hmm. later on. Well, yeah, I was listening to um, my good friend, uh, Jocko. Listen to one of his podcasts. And he was talking about like his, uh, I think his, his like uh, daily workout routine. Mm. He was talking about, um, you know, he gets up early, like 4.30 in the morning, starts his day off, and he immediately uh, works out. And then he uh, starts his morning off with like a good breakfast, like eggs and bacon and whatever. And uh, he was talking about that, like when he um, when he has a good breakfast, it fuels him for the day and it makes him like ready to go. And he said, when he days when he doesn't start off like exercising and being up early, he's tempted to have like a donut or just junk mm. food. And he kind of talked about the difference of like starting off right, like making that hard choice to get up when that alarm goes off. And one thing he says is the alarm goes off. He's like, I jump out of bed. I don't mm. snooze it. I don't wait. He's like, I crush all those feelings and thoughts. And I simply get up and I start that workout. And he said, what happens is it like releases like a chain of events, like yeah. of positive, you know, good outcomes. And he said, but when he does the easier thing of sleeping in, it has like um, a negative effect of, of chain of outcomes of wanting to eat bad food and to be lazy and to not be, to be motivated. Yeah. <coughs> it's like this whole principle to me is like, it's such a bummer because it's, it's one of those principles that you just don't want to listen to. And like, I please, I don't want it to be true because it's, well, it's very hard to accept. Um, and if we go all the way back down to all the way back to the beginning of like, where does this come from? we could trace it all the way back to Genesis when you have Adam and Eve in the garden and you know, everyone knows the story. They disobey God, they sin. And then there's a verse in there where basically God is pronouncing the consequences of sin on Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, basically no longer will the ground work for you. It will work against you. There will be thorns and the ground will work against you. It's not going to work with you. And, uh, and basically he's saying life is going to be hard and it's, it's no longer going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And so all the way back in the beginning, it's kind of like sin unleashed 
this chain of events where now most things that are good are now hard and most things that are bad are really easy. And if you understand that at a very fundamental level, that good things are, are hard and bad things are easy, it helps you understand this whole concept and make any decision essentially because again, when you wake up in the morning, the easy thing to do is to snooze it, to stay in bed, to not go to work or to, you know, go late, to not eat a, a good breakfast, to go get the donut, to go get the coffee with five cups of sugar in, in it. That's the easy thing to do, but it's not necessarily the good thing to do. I think that people, um, probably in large part due to the way, way that they were raised, um, we fall on the side of, uh, of like, being in opposition to doing stuff that's hard, just don't they don't want to do it, or yeah. maybe they're more prone to doing things that are hard. Um, it kind of has me thinking like, when I raise my kids, I want to raise them to do hard things, and I also mm. want to raise them to, I'm going to push them to do th- like to follow through on commitments and basically to do things they don't want to do. And I think it's important if we can learn that from a young age, yeah. you know, point like right now in our lives where we are really you know making a lot of choices on our, or I should say, I should say all choices on our own, like. Hopefully we have good habits of wanting to do hard things. And if not, like right now we're paying for it, you know? Yeah, totally. And this, um, this is a concept that I've been mm-hmm. thinking about even, you know, as we think about growing and expanding the reach of this podcast and, um, you know, growing kind of the influence that we have, but even it's, it's other things. It's, um, it's our professional careers, it's our businesses, it's our relationships, everything. And it's that, um, there it's that time is like this great multiplier and sometimes all that you need is to give something good time Mm -hmm. but the same way bad things over time get worse Mm -hmm. um so if you think about time it's this multiplier it's almost like this you know everyone talks about how like you know the compounding event is is great because if you put your money in a bank and let's say it has like a one percent return well one percent return over a hundred years you know, like a thousand X's your a thousand, uh, multiplies your money by a thousand times, which is fantastic. So, but if you can also do that same principle, not financially, but really in anything in life, whether it's knowledge or relationships mm-hmm. or in your habits or the way that you live life. So time is always compounding and it's either compounding the good things or, and it's also compounding the bad things. So it makes bad yeah. things worse and it makes good things better. I like how um, you were applying that to the, the good and the bad. And one thing you pointed out was delayed gratification. And yeah. so um, the things that are good, I, it's funny, I hate that it's this way. Like, as exactly. You, as you yeah. said that, I'm it's like so shaking my annoying. head like, yeah, you're right. Like, it doesn't actually have to be like this. <laughs> right. If <laughs> but we didn't sin. It is. Yeah. And yeah. And so um, I think the basic principle of understanding that, like you're saying, the good things will take time, basically. And things that are easier tend to be bad, and it's going to mm. come faster. Yeah. I think just simply understanding that and applying to all areas of life um, is a very key part, but it's, it's the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> so I'm reading this book right now called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, by the way, it's a great book. I think, well, if, if not, it'll definitely be on the cultivatingkeep.com slash favorites page. Uh, but he says, every action is a vote towards the person you want to be. And he talks about how you have to align your short-term actions with your long-term vision. And uh, again, it kind of goes in this idea of everything that's good is going to be, we're talking about delayed gratification. All things that are good come later, unfortunately. But all things that are bad are instant. 
and we naturally want to be everything to be instant. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I mean, people call us the microwave generation. I don't know if you've heard that before, but it's like everything's instant gratification. You know, yeah. like the food warms up in 30 seconds. The internet yeah. goes in one second. You know, I order something from Instacart and it's at my door. Amazon Prime takes two days. Yeah. Uh, we're not like setting ourselves up very well, but um, but most bad things uh, come present. Do you want to talk about sort of like thinking short term and kind of that whole part well, of it and i can talk about long term yeah, i was just gonna say that that line of align your short-term actions with long-term vision i think that's yeah. it right there that's exactly what yeah. we're talking about and i think <clears throat> like applying that to every scenario that you face of like deal battling this idea of um really just delayed gratification is kind of what this is like so when that comes up well again you, you need to align your short-term actions with the, with the long long-term end game you know mm-hmm. um so how do you do that well i think that um let's say like refocusing your mind probably daily because i think that um like in the midst of something when you want something right away probably if you're not a, like if you're not focused probably nine or ten times you're gonna do the short-term game right yeah. you're gonna do what you want but i think um it's important that uh, you can realign your vision and basically stay focused on what it is that you want if you have uh, clearly clearly written goals whether it's to you know be a certain percentage of, um, you know, what is it, uh, body fat or, you know, you know, losing weight or whatever, or business goals, whatever it is, if you have clearly written long-term goals and your vision is clear, well, then your short-term actions are easier easier to fulfill. Mm. Um, if it's not clear, if it's like, eh, like, I just want to look better and, oh, I just want to make more money, it's like every day you're going to keep falling. So I, I think one thing I would say is um, I focus on this statement right here of, of really aligning your short-term short-term day-to-day actions with your long-term vision. I mean, you do that by staying focused and having clear goals. Yeah, totally. I mean, just in in general, as human beings, unfortunately, we're very bad at uh, at, at foresight, at casting visions, at thinking ahead in the future. We're always stuck in the moment with the things that are really insignificant. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, it's super easy to scroll through Instagram, to think about what I'm going to watch next on TV to go to the next meeting to you know to to just kind of twiddle your fingers and wait until you get home from work to you know to be with your wife and family whatever it is um and the struggle is to have conviction about the things of the future so if you're stuck in the present like you said then really you don't have any like why if all you think about is the present why would you do hard things Mm -hmm. if you don't have that long-term vision then there's really no reason to do hard things. It, you would only do what's most convenient, what's most easy. But if you do have a long-term vision, then it is going to require those hard things, and those hard things become more evident in the things that you do in the present. Yeah. Before we uh, before we, we break down the short and long-term game, I mm-hmm. uh, kind of wanted to just make mention. So right now we're talking a lot about like small day-to-day decisions and habits, but also I wanted to kind of hit on like bigger life decisions because even those um it kind of comes down to this like even with bigger stuff you know it's easy to want to focus on like the short the short game yeah Uh, i was i was thinking before we um earlier today i was thinking about this idea of how (laughs) i messed the idea um (laughs) how we uh we make most of our major life decisions before we're 30 Mm -hmm. you know i think it's end of high school you know early 20s we've we've chosen some pretty big um you know, foundational things for our life, like who we're going to marry, you know, which careers we're going to invest to, college. Uh, we tack on a lot of debt, th- whether, whether it's through student loans or just other um, house, financial mean, cars. Things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of stuff, you know, bad relationships. Get, all these all these things happen at this young age. Hmm. I was thinking about 
like people that I know that are probably you know late thirties, early forties that are still dealing with consequences to poor decisions that they made. And kind of like you were saying, it was I think we're we're so easily focused on what's in front of us that you know we don't think about twenty, thirty years down the road. And I think with these bigger dis- well, I was thinking about <clears throat> like small choices like working out or you know being disciplined. Even like those will affect you twenty, thirty yeah. years down the road. One of the things about the short term game is um, it, the, the longer that you are stuck in those bad habits day to day, it has again it has that multiplying effect. So then mm. the harder it is to get out of it for the long term. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important just to think about your bigger decisions will have an effect on you for you know years down the road. Yeah, th- there's two things there. Like, uh, short term, I mean, you have to think, you, you can't just think short term, you have to think long term. And it, it is crazy that so many of our decisions, um, huge decisions, big decisions are made when we're young, when really we don't have the most experience, we don't have the most knowledge, we don't have um, the most guidance from others, and more, usually we're very kind of immature and tempted to just make these decisions on, on our own. And if we don't know that principle of, um, easy choices, hard life, hard choices, easy life, then at a young age, we're going to choose what's easiest. And then 20 years down the road, we're, you know, people wonder why, why don't I own a house? Why don't I'm, why, why am I not doing the career I, I want to be in? Why don't I have any money for my kids to go to college? Why am I still stuck in this bad relationship? Why am I getting a divorce? Well, it's because of the short term decisions that you made way back in the day. I think one thing about short term decisions is really like the negative effects of that it doesn't become like evident to us until mm. it's almost too too much to change i think because it's small and it's quick that it's it's day-to-day stuff that we don't really think about um and when i say that we don't think about it i think the issue is we don't train ourselves to think about it yeah you know, we kind of yeah. get in this mindset of really just kind of doing what we want like bottom line and like before which it, is selfish yeah but before we know it, it becomes it's like a in, enormous problem that now we have to fix and so i think i was thinking about like like I said earlier, I want to raise my kids to not have to, or to want to people that will, um, that will be able to make hard decisions and thinking about if you can start from a young age without developing all these bad habits, like think about like how much energy and effort and time and money you can save because you have good, um, practices in place, you know, and how much further ahead you'll be because you have time as a multiplier on your side. So if you start from a young age, then that ball kind of gets rolling and then the snowball effect you know, it gets larger and larger, you build more momentum, you get more ahead. And then pretty soon, you know, you're, you're, you're making, you're far ahead of your peers who, who made bad decisions mm-hmm. or, and, and I think it comes down to like, finally the hard choices pay off. Um, and finally you realize the results of all the hard work that you put yeah. in. Yeah. Um, one, one note we had here, we said, so the short term game is seductive. Yeah. Um, and that the, what it offers, it has immediate um, benefits. Mm-hmm. And I th- just think of it being being seductive. So I think that right there is a way to combat it. Like just remember like every day, like, oh, like I am, sounds weird, but like being seduced to, yeah. do, to do these things. Like really is what, is what it is. Like mm. these temporary fleeting things are seducing me and enticing me to want to give in. And I, d- I did want to say, not all like short-term, immediate, if something in your life is short-term and, and it's, it's good for you right away, that's not always bad, right. but I think what we're seeing is the general principle is, in most cases, if it's, if the good comes quickly, it's probably, you know, not a good decision, you know? Or at least take a second look at it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If it's, if you're tempted to make the snooze or to take an opportunity or to quit your job, like, just take a second look or get someone else's opinion 
because again, we're naturally inclined to to pick the easy thing, which isn't necessarily the right thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, just think about more of like the, the short game. Everyone, we're all by default programmed to play the short game. Um, you know, why do your homework when you can go out and play? Why wait for, uh, why wait to pay for a phone in cash when you can, you know, put it on your credit card or I'm guilty of this too, like putting, you know, putting yourself on like a payment plan and you end up paying like, you know, 50% more than you should. Why go to the gym when you can go out drinking with your friends? Why invest in relationships with your partner today when you can work a little bit longer in the office? Um, why learn something boring and read and, you know, invest in your education uh, when you can learn something, you know, that impresses people, you can, you know, be up on the news or, I don't know, scroll, <laughs> learn meaningless things, you know, uh, why bust your butt at work to do work before the meeting when you can read the executive summary, pretend like everyone, I mean, it just, it comes down to like, again, not having a long-term vision forces you to play the short game by default. Mm -hmm. And really the answer to all those questions is, um, there is no reason unless you have that long-term vision, but we have to train ourselves to think that way. Yeah. I, I think what bottom line, what it comes down to in deciphering between short-term, long-term, you know, playing the long-term game means that you suffer a little bit today. Mm. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Being willing to, for a little while, do what's hard. Um, and then and then realizing that th there will be benefits. With the short-term game, it's like you're, you're, you're putting that off. You're saying, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it the next day. Mm -hmm. But the reality is tomorrow comes, we don't do it. And so I, th I think just under, against, as we're saying, have that long-term vision in hand. Think about, okay, when it's time to do the long-term game, you're actually going to, you're going to do it. That means you're going to suffer today and it's going to be a little inconvenient and hard. Um, and it may take a, a while to see benefits, but when they come, like we're saying, you're ahead of the game and it's better. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who said it and it's probably like a bunch of people that said it, but there's the old saying, um, the best time, you know, it, you, the best time to invest in a house was 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. The second best time is right now. Yeah. And I think that's so true because it's always like, well, tomorrow I will, or next week I will, or the beginning of the month I will, at the beginning of the year I will, next year I will, next time I will. And the reality is that every time that you choose next time is training yourself to choose next time again. Like you're not doing yourself a favor. If you choose right now, then the next time you're going to be more inclined to choose right now. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, so what are the things that think for yourself that you're playing a short-term game on that you're, you're putting off. Like for me, I'm thinking like I, I've been telling myself, me and Connie have been saying we're going to stick to a budget. Mm -hmm. And that's like been like, once we got engaged, that was kind of like, okay, Hey, let's, you know, start preparing. Like let's, you know, um, be more, fr be more frugal. And we did it for like a month and it was great, but haven't since. And so like, I keep putting that off. I've, I've wa also wanted to get all my finances like organized and everything like really like sorted out. I haven't done it yet. Um, what else do I want to do? I, I mean, I think everyone has something on their yeah, mind. Right? Like, like, you know that it's kind of like eating away but at you maybe, at the back of your maybe mind. Maybe not. That's kind of why I'm bringing this uh, up. Because as we were talking, I was thinking to myself, like, I'm good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have really oh, anything. Right. And then I just kind of started thinking as you were talking. That's kind of why I was spacing out. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, what is my... And I was thinking, oh, crap. Like, there's a, a there's a lot of amount. things. I mean, that yeah. was just like top of my head but there's a lot of things i can think of in my personal life and my business with i mean there's so many things that i am putting off yeah. and the reason why is because it's it's freaking easy like you put it off and then i just have to wor i think what it comes down to is you put something off then you just have to worry about today like when, when you do like a harder thing you you i think you're unpacking something and you're almost creating more work for you that day that makes sense yeah. like you are picking something apart 
and then now today you have to focus on that on that thing as well. But for me, it's like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I just push it off. Um, but the reality is, like what we're talking about, that's only hurting me. You right. Know? I know. And it's funny because we always hear like, live in the moment and capture every follow day's. Follow your heart. Yeah. Follow your heart. Capture every day's moments of joy or whatever. Uh, you know, and everyone is, you know, be present. You know what I mean? I just want to be a present. But in reality, that's just kind of an excuse to not think about tomorrow, mm-hmm. to not think about the hard work that you have to do. And so the long game is the opposite of the short game. It means that um, you're paying a small price today to make tomorrow a little bit easier. Um, whereas the short game is I'm not paying anything and today is going to be easy. The long game means I'm going to pay a small price today to make tomorrow easier. Yeah, and so we can do that with everything. I think it's important to like, really pick, like as we talked about, the long developing like a long-term plan or, or vision of what you want. I think just picking like what matters to you, like what what do you yeah. want, what do you want to see happen, um, like in your life and in, in with your time. Identify that, pick it, and then um, you know cater things around that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so if you can if you can play the long game enough, and I think the key is to play the long game consistently to do hard things consistently because if you only do it once it, it doesn't really pay off i'm really glad I mean? you said that because i think sorry to interrupt but mm-hmm. i think that i uh, think for me like with the whole budget right i did it for a month and it was <laughs> great but you know what's that going to do for me like really because yeah. i probably like overspent this last month and made up for you know so it's like play it consistently i think it's a really good point that you're that you're, you're you're talking about yeah and again this is like i hate that it's this way it sucks that it's this way from from the outside looking in, the long game looks really boring. It looks really dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It just looks like the most painful kind of thing. You know, saving money and investing it for tomorrow. Super boring. So annoying. I just want to go buy something or pay, you know, I want to get chips on the side or mm-hmm. and not even worry about it at all. Uh, you know, leaving the party early to go get some sleep, getting up earlier um, to work out before work. Uh you know, spending more time, uh, investing time in relationships today. So you have a foundation for when something happens in the future, doing your homework before you go and play, going to the gym rather than watching more Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's countless examples, you know what I mean? But, uh, at the same time, it's necessary. Like you have to pay the price in order to get the results later on. So everyone agrees, you know, for example, that we should spend less than we make and invest in the difference. Um, but it's not that easy, right? You have to do it consistently. And I think that's what it comes down to again is like going to the gym once doesn't make you shredded. Mm-hmm. Investing once or a budget, you know, going, sticking to your budget for today doesn't make you Take a millionaire. Take it easy, Corey. Take it easy. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is tr- so true no, for me too. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> I was thinking, um, so like, uh, practically how does it apply to us as men? I think two, uh, so for me, two big things uh, I could foresee this applying for me would be um, first, like my work. So if, if I'm willing to invest and work hard now, hopefully my whole life, it, it won't be this way, right? So if I'm going to work hard, bust my butt now, get ahead now, when I'm older, I can focus on more things I want to do. There's that side of it. And then I also think of um, with like my future wife, like, you know, if, if now we can identify and work through, you know, those conflicts and things that come up mm-hmm. rather than bury it. Um, I, I think it's such a good thing to talk about for relationships because it's so yeah. easy to, because when you talk about an issue that comes up with, you know, with Monique, right, 
you're kind of sacrificing the fun for that day or that moment because that means, especially for women, they often, you know, talking through a difficult issue can really dampen their whole day. Now, the reality is when you work through an issue the next day and the weeks to come, it's better overall. But I know for me, like when an issue comes up, it's so easy to to ignore it with Connie because like, oh, like I just want to enjoy today. And, but the reality is like that's creating more problems for me down the road because that's mm-hmm. playing the short-term game. That's, yeah. that's focused on today and what today has for me. And so thinking um, so for my future wife is – so there's two things. for First, my career and my work, but also for my, my wife and my family, which is identifying the hard things early on and, and really just tackling them and working on them now. And so that way, you know, for a more, more fruitful and just long-term marriage, you know? Yeah, I, I think that's a good point because – I think it's pretty clearly understood like across the board for like material things or even like for work things like everyone understands. but uh, especially for men, no man wants to face a diff a difficult like relational kind of conflict. Like you never want to have the hard conversation. You never want to bring up the difficult topic. You never want to admit that you're wrong. You never want to take the time, you know, to not be on your phone to ask how she's doing um, to listen when she's, you know, I don't know, when she's, uh, you know, giving you constructive criticism. Um, well put. Yeah. Uh, you know, you never want to do those things. And that's so true because playing the long game in a relationship means that uh, it's not just about making you happy. Mm-hmm. It's not just about making me happy. It's about doing the right thing for both of us. So, you know, so maybe today, maybe right now this conversation is really hard. Maybe our night is ruined. But guess what? Tomorrow and three months on the road, down the road and 40 years down the road in our marriage, we're going to be better off for it. Yeah. That's a hard pill mm-hmm. to swallow. A really big, ugly, nasty pill to swallow. But the payoff is, is worth it is what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But the payoff. Yeah. So I think that's a, um, a two of the main things I, th- I think that are kind of coming out and that could be good themes for this are one, uh, have a long-term vision. If you haven't already figured that out, I think that's why a lot of people struggle with always kind of living in the moment and playing the short game is because that like, why not? You know what I mean? What matters, what what matters to them? You know, what are they going after? But then when you have a long-term vision of, you know, I want my relationships to be this way. I want to have this much money saved up. I want to be able to do, I want to be able to give this much. I want to be at this place in my career. Then all those then you kind of realize how all those short-term decisions that you're making, all the easy decisions that you're making are chipping away and, um, and making it longer, like, uh, pushing that vision back mm-hmm. so that it takes longer. It's harder. It costs more to get to that vision later on. Yeah. That's good. And another vision or another kind of theme about it is, um, to be consistent. I think that's a mm-hmm. big thing. And that's probably the biggest difference between, making easy decisions, making hard decisions is that being consistent with easy decisions is very easy. (laughs) Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. cost anything being consistent with hard decisions. It's almost like it, it it costs you more over time because you become invested in it. You know what I mean? Like if I, if you go every day to the gym for three months and then for a month you don't probably all the work that you did is for not. Yeah. As you're saying that, I'm thinking like, why does it have to be? <laughs> I know, God, why? <laughs> that, that's, that's the reality. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, again, so I, I I love your points of developing that long-term vision. You know, knowing your why. You know what matters to you, and then you know whatever it is that you're doing, doing it consistently. I think that that's super good. And remembering, you know, when you slack off, when you take breaks, it's like you're creating double the work in a sense. And so. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's a good note to close on. Yeah, just one more thing. Um, it reminds me also of when Paul, I think he talks about in Romans, about uh, actually, well, it's sort of along the similar lines of one of our previous episodes. I thought you were going to What do we call it? Why do I do the very thing that I hate? Yes. There's always consistently this inner struggle within us of good versus evil, um, in this case, easy versus hard. And, um, and you have to remember to fight against that. Mm-hmm. So whatever decisions that you make every day, the habits you're trying to build, the things you're trying to achieve, remember kind of as a principle, easy choices, hard life, hard choices, easy life. Bada beam, bada boom. Bang. Cool. Bing, bam, bop. <laughs> bing, bing, bop. <laughs> That's from uh, Sweet Dollar Tea from McDonald's. Psych. That's the wrong number. Dude. Okay. Well, Kay. let's wrap this up. I want to go watch out. that video. <laughs> if you guys uh, liked what you heard, please go give us a six-star review. Yep. Nothing less, nothing more. Nope. Only six stars. But before you do that, go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge and enter our two-week challenge. It's essentially a challenge for who can share the best. Or the most. Or the most. The more that is the most. Yeah. yeah. Who can share the best. And and since you're helping us, we'll help you uh, climb the leaderboards and uh, get you that amazing limited time exclusive edition Cultivate and Keep t-shirt and hat. Snapback, Kindle. Yeah, Kindle, a book, book of your choice. Wow, Dang. that's a $200 value. <laughs> is that what you said last time? You're totally depleted. All right, guys, um, this is great. We love you all. Peace. All right, peace. <laughs>